0: Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. What's the word, everyone? I would like to say uh, make me last by by giving listener support for the podcast. And shout out to everyone who has been giving listener support. And shout out to my listeners out there for lending me your ears. Even you may be through traffic, dropping off deliveries, dropping off people, you know, headed to work, headed back from work you know, chilling at your crib, wherever you may be, I would like to uh send out a shout out to you guys for continuously listening to the podcast. Thanks for that. And I would like to thank the listeners. And um yeah, I was kinda I was out. You know, I wanna say I was kinda out. I, w- I was out. I was under the weather. I had no energy to go to the movie theater because I was making runs and the last run I had to make was to the movie theater and i was gassed when i first left the house and before i even made my run so i got home i said nah <laughs> i'm good but um but yeah but i'm, I'm back now my throat's better and it would have been hard for me to even want to talk i probably probably would have seen the movie might have fallen asleep in the movie theater but you know then after that i would have had to get on here and you know uh make corrections you know and redo uh different uh voiceovers for the podcast so i i I wasn't feeling it but i appreciate you guys sticking around and enough about me that's enough about me you all are here to know what the review is for Bird box. Sounds very weird like like leading up to me getting to bird box. I don't know why. (laughs) That sounds that sounds like a slang that came from New York. (laughs) Yeah, so many different ways I could take that. Y'all know. Y'all know out there. The bird box. (laughs) get some of that bird box. Y'all getting that bird box out there? Let me stop. right. So anyway, um, y'all find bird box on Netflix. Um, it's a Netflix original. I actually was waiting for this movie. I um I do like Sandra Bullock. I am a fan of her work. She does great work. Um so yeah, like I, I really was waiting for this film to come out, and I found out it was like a horror thriller, and I was like, I've never seen Sandra Bullock in a horror thriller. I, I thought that was gonna be dope. Like how this would play out. So like I you know I didn't know who I was gonna be in it. I kind of glanced at the trailer. But it was something I knew I did want to see. You know what I mean? Like, why are they they wearing blindfolds? You know what I mean? But anyway, before we get to that, let me go ahead and hit y'all with the log line. So, um, just to kind of give you a heads up, it's an overprotective... It's about an overprotective mother um, that tries to shield her children from a fast-spreading disease. Uh, She tries to evacuate with her kids on a riverbank, avoiding chaos and mayhem. So... Um, the director for this film is Suzanne Beyer. Um, you might have seen some of her work she did Serena In A Better World and After Wedding and also uh, the cast for this movie you have uh, the character uh, Mallory played by Sandra Bullock um, which was, she was also in uh, Miss Miscongeniality, The Proposal Gravity and speed. You have Tom played by Trevente, uh, Trevante uh Travante uh Rhodes. Travante Rhodes. Um he was in Moonlight and also Predator. Travante, I'm sorry. I'll say Travante. Travante Rhodes. And um uh, you have Douglas played by John Malkovich. Um he was in Mile 22, being John and also being John Malkovich um you have jessica played by sarah polson um i'm a big fan of hers i definitely feel she should have won some awards for her acting um you, you might have seen her on american horror story 12 years of slave and also she's in the upcoming film glass i can't wait for that to come out um but also too you have like a few you know all-stars all-star cast somewhat i mean at least familiar faces and names um, you have Lil Rel. Of course, you've uh, remember him. Um, he has his own TV show, but he also was in Get Out. a uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly, a rap artist, and also Pruitt Taylor Vince. Uh, you've probably seen him on a few movies. Um, I don't want to, you know, for people who don't know who he is, I don't want to spoil that character. But anyway, um, the synopsis is kind of uh as I mentioned before. But uh, there's a disease that's spreading around the world that causes suicidal tendencies and mass hysteria we get to see Sandra Bullock become Marlory as she navigates through a world of pandemonium while keeping her kids safe um, I felt Sandra Bullock she really embodied uh, Marlory um, her character is very strong and overprotective at times but it also comes with reason um it, it everything that she's gone through uh explains why she's such a hard parent if you want to call her that um because she truly does love her kids uh but the things that she had to go through you know really hardened her up you know um Sandra Bullock and Sarah and Sarah Paulson as I mentioned earlier I um I do love Sarah Paulson's work um they really played off each other in this film. Um, they're sisters in the film, and they really feel like sisters. And there was a scene where it was a getaway scene. I want to say I'm not going to get too detailed for those who haven't seen it, but I'm just going to label it something close to it. And for those who have seen it, y'all know what I'm talking about. There's a getaway scene with um, Sandra Bullock and her, and also Sarah Paulson, uh, which would be uh, Mallory and also Jessica. So there's a getaway scene, and um in that scene it was so real like they acted like real sisters like you know what i mean and and it was funny because um uh, well it was, it was almost uh reminding me of a story that my mother told me about her and her sister my aunt sandra because they were like those are road dogs they they, they travel everywhere together and there was something that happened where uh 18 wheeler ran them off the road and they were like in the woods driving And so, like, I don't know, that scene automatically made me go to that story that my mom told me about when the 18 wheeler ran, ran her off the road. And they were like in the woods, like off, you know, off the road and like, you know, in the greenery area driving, you know, evading trees and, you know, like. But I think they were talking at first when the truck was running them off the road. But once they got off the road uh They were quiet. They were like looking at each other out the corner of their eyes. And my mother was like, she wanted to make sure, you know, Aunt Sandra do uh, how to con. Well, not knew how to concentrate. She wanted to make sure Aunt Sandra concentrated while, you know, they were going, you know, through trees and you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, because I, you know, I'm pretty sure they were speeding and they couldn't just go on brakes. And you're in the grass, you probably uh sling the whole car around or whatever the case but um but yeah you know that that scene reminded me of that and that's how i knew how real that scene was that's why i'm bringing it up because you know two sisters ironically in a situation in a car type of you know uh possible disaster situation and how sisters are reacting and the story that from what my mother told me kind of reminded me of what i saw and what that and that's what i pictured you know what i'm saying my mother told me that story so what i actually saw it made me feel like man you know these are you know these feel like genuine sisters and i and i respect uh sandra bullock's and also um sarah polson's acting because they really played out sisters to the t that's that's why i'm bringing that up that's why i'm bringing that story up but um yeah i felt like the mother-daughter relationship was strong uh referring to um Mallory's character they had a strong relationship um as in I'm not referring to bondage, but our, as in story, I felt like that story affected me the most out of the rest of the story because it was not only was it like a strong story but it was sad at times and even beautiful. you know what I mean um there was a rawness to this story of of uh Sandra Bullock's character and also her daughter's character um the little girl, her, her daughter, um, actually goes by girl. You know, it's, it's a long story if you didn't see it, but check it out. Um, the little girl did make me feel compassion for her, you know what I mean? Because it was a storyline that's going on. And, and man, you know, like I know for those who did see this movie, I know what I'm talking about. Like, like, like that was deep, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, that that scene on the boat was deep, man. And. And, it, and, and I, I loved that scene because it really affected me. But at the same time, I hated that scene. You know what I'm saying? It was too much. You know what I'm saying? But I felt the realness of it. I felt the rawness of it. And the young girl uh, played uh, by Vivian uh, Loria Blair, she did well. I felt like she did well in her maybe actorial debut. I'm not sure. But um, she did well in this film. Um, Tom's character felt he was you know doing a little bit too much for me um he was kind of you know always there at the right time uh type of thing but they were using him like they, they needed to build some type of chemistry and I felt like it, it wasn't built but it is a movie you know what I'm saying but I felt like it was forced um another thing too he was too familiar with things you know well a couple of characters were it wasn't just him you know like he's you Know, answering other people's doors without permission, you know, another character was doing that too. And I'm just like, you know, like, come on, like, where's the respect? Like, that's not even your house, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not your house, yo. So, like, how are you, like, and like, you're making it upon yourself to decide for the group in somebody else's house that's not even yours, you know what I mean? Now, it wasn't forceful, you know what I'm saying, but it was just kind of like, hey, you know, it's just like, you know, somebody casually who's never been in the house before casually gets up and goes to your refrigerator and gets some orange juice with a smile like they didn't debo their way to the refrigerator but you know the thing is you didn't ask i don't care if you're smiling or not you didn't ask if you can get something to drink your first time here you know what i mean first time at my place so you know i had a little you know little, little stuff like that kind of rubbed me in the wrong way um i felt like tom was a little bit too trustworthy of others you know what i'm saying like i don't know he just he just seemed as like as if he didn't go through anything in life like everything that he's been through all of his life was you know everybody was grade a you know what i'm saying and if you know and he you know and if he did uh, suspect something he didn't let it be known he didn't do any tests to make sure okay i can trust this person you know what i mean I, i just felt like that character you know it was too naive like he didn't go through anything in life for him not to trust you know certain people but you know some people might say hey you know it's you know possible in time so therefore you know i mean things could be at the worst but at the same time there are a lot of people that need savings i don't know i don't i don't i don't i didn't really get that um i felt felix who was played by mgk and also lucy played by rosa uh salazar were throwaway characters they didn't really make sense i felt like their whole story could have been cut out you know what i mean they could have you know not to say what happened to their characters i mean their characters had a point you know but it was just like okay it was made for this point and this point only you know what i mean so i really wasn't you know feeling their characters at all um you know at you know at times the character just didn't make sense even their positions you know you know because i you know the uh the stuff that he said wasn't smooth and the person wanted the, you know like i think the the uh the woman she played by lucy uh or, or lucy she was a police officer and it was just like it didn't make sense those two their relationship or their interactions didn't really make sense to me you know what i mean so it was like and eh, whatever um charlie played by Lil Rel, felt like his character was comedic like it is his comedic timing changed the tone at times you know um but you know he did have his funny moments you know what i mean it were there but it's just like the it, it just it just changed because like you know of course he was on get out and with him and daniel kalua now the thing was how these kind of separated was you know daniel kalua when he was going through a situation i think it would calm down by the time he would talk to little rell and then little rell would say his little funny comments or whatever the case, but it, it'll be like on the other side of the story. So it's kind of like nothing's really going on on the other side. You had to him going to the police station or whatever. whoop-de-whoop. But you know, it didn't really, it didn't really feel like the tone was off on this one. It felt like the tone was off because things were so serious to the point where it was like, and at the beginning of the seriousness, and it was to the point where I don't know, I felt like, you know, it wasn't really a time for comedy you know what i'm saying even though like it could have been just the person like the person just you know could be funny and not know that they're funny or not trying to be funny i think that's what they were trying to go for but it felt like you know like everybody was waiting for him to tell a joke you know what i'm saying even like the story they were telling like he would like give information which now i would say i did like this about this character i did like the fact that he knew information about you know what was kind of going on because of the research he was doing because he was an author you know what i mean i felt that was good for him to have certain information just because he you know did study but i felt like the audience didn't know or the i'm not the audience excuse me the cast or the characters didn't know because the story he was telling you know was far-fetched as you when you would check it out it sounded you know far-fetched and like i can't see myself just buying that like you have to come with some evidence you know let me know like all right this dude knows what he's talking about you know what i'm saying even if he said yo i was doing a study on this because i'm an author you know i would kind of be like oh okay well he did look something up but this down this sounds still far-fetched you know what i'm saying they just kind of were just all listening to him you know say stuff and he didn't even give his background on why or how he got this information you know what i mean so that part was a little weird but i did like the fact that again he um he knew the information because he's a, a author and he did research for us. He was doing research for his novel. I thought that was cool. Um, I felt like the love interest of uh, Mallory felt uncomfortable at times. Like the relationship was forced. Um, I did feel that, uh, you know, after a while, maybe by the end of the movie, I kind of got used to it. Um, but it was it just felt forced to me. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, he... It, it, it wasn't smooth like i felt like his character wasn't smooth enough to be in that relationship like it felt like he was chiseled chiseled into the relationship but you know that's just my opinion um the movie felt like a mix between the happening and blindness uh featuring uh julianne moore and um and, and um and and it had like a purge flavor to it but a very light Uh, but very light on the purge Um, but you know if you all haven't seen blindness uh, blindness is basically about everyone becomes blind and they have to find a way to make it you know throughout you know I guess throughout the whole story but then it's like one woman who can see so but the thing is I can't remember if there are other people that weren't blind in the movie I think there were but they were like dudes and it had like these people held captive. Like it, it gets it gets uh, not weird, but it gets, um, you know, very it gets drama like, you know. But, you know, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, that's where I think this movie came from. Now, the people weren't blind in this film, but they had to wear uh, a blindfold. You know what I mean? So, you, buy, you know, practically you're blind. You know what I mean? And they're blind for a reason and you can check it out to find out why these people had to wear a blindfold but um i felt there were you know some black sacrifices in this film and they try to give it a reasonable explanation why they had these people had to make the sacrifice but you know there were black sacrifices in this film um and if you don't know what a black sacrifice is kind of like on the purge you know like hey i gotta give my life for these people You know, especially with black people, I have to I have to give my life for white people. You know what I mean? Like that. You'll see that a lot in the well, I won't say a lot in the purge. It definitely happened. in, I think the second or third purge, I think it's the second purge, you know, where the guy, you know, was doing that. You you know, I forgot the guy from um, who played Bubble Gump, you know, so you got characters like that where you have them written in specifically to be the savior, not savior, but to be the um, the sacrifice um also life felt impossible like (laughs) like life like life would be so impossible if this were true you know what i mean like there's no way that this that these these characters should have survived this long going out into the world blindfolded you know what i mean like like me alone i bust my ass in the dark in my own house you know like like the lights might be out and i'm trying to like get a candle or something like that i you know i will You know, I bust my ass in my own house. Let alone putting on a blindfold and going out into the world. You know what I mean? Like places you're not familiar with, and you know, it's just it's just it's too much. Like you know, the population sure would have dropped off because it's too much. Like like there's no way they were doing the things that they were doing with the blindfolds on. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like they should have died like 15 times over. You know, in this film. But it. But other than that, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy this film. Um, I give this seven and a half blindfolds. Yeah, I um couldn't think any anything of anything clever other than blindfolds. So I'm gonna roll with that. I'm gonna roll with that seven and a half blindfolds. Um, This movie was basically the happening with blood, and I I spoke about that with somebody else a few years back because you know a lot of people didn't like the happening and i was one of the people i mean happening was whatever you know what i'm saying it was like below average movie to me you know but i always felt that ha- that the happening would have been better if it had blood and i think that would have taken the that would have taken your mind off how stupid it is you know what i'm saying or how stupid it was and you'll focus on like the death scenes like dang you know the dude lay down in the on the grass let the lawnmower you know run him over like when you see that which they showed on the trailer you know you see it and it's kind of like eh back to it being having a stupid premises you know what I mean but I felt like with this film you know you had you know blood scenes and it kind of went elsewhere with it you know what I mean it just didn't stay you know with the happening it kind of had you know it kind of evolved in a way but (laughs) but I guess the thing was it had other elements that were that was going on in this movie which the happening didn't have so like you can criticize this movie for those type of elements that were maybe considered stupid by you know some or many but at the same time there were other things going on in this movie that you know that took your mind off the happening moments you know what i mean so that that's what i enjoyed about this film there were other things going on um i felt like the strongest uh storyline to me was the mother and the daughter I mean, it was... It kind of brought tears to my eyes. I was like, dang, man. Like, you know, it's so real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that decision, you know. But anyway, I'm not going to get into it. You know, let y'all check it out for yourselves. But, um, yeah, give it a seven and a half blindfolds. And, um, sorry I've been away. Yeah, I had to... I had to, uh... Nancy Carrick, and I had to skate for a little minute so I can get better. But I'm back now, so... Yeah, yeah, so you'll be hearing more from me and I appreciate you all sticking around and don't forget go ahead um, make me last by giving listeners support for the podcast just when you click on you'll see the little donations at the bottom just hit that button and uh show me that you appreciate my reviews all right all right y'all it was good chopping it up with you it's been a week which feels like forever but um yeah y'all take it light all right all right one